Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. One of the reasons I'm proud to be a part of American Family Radio is because of the mission effort that we are involved in. We have partners that are making a difference uh, around the world, and it's exciting to see that Bibles being given in schools to make a difference, uh, helping women who are in a crisis pregnancy see the need of not only keeping that child, but also knowing Jesus Christ as Savior. But one of the others that we're involved in is with Samaritan's Purse, Operation Christmas Child, promoting the shoebox. But we also are a part of that, of looking at it, of of discipleship. Nathan, you and I talk a lot about that on Exploring Missions, about discipleship, that the Great Commission says, make disciples. And uh, so, you know, when Samaritan's Purse, Operation Christmas Child saw the need to do something about not only just sharing the gospel through the shoebox ministry, but to follow it up. Uh, it's amazing. And the figures that are staggering, millions and millions have been trained now in this journey called The Greatest Journey. Uh, it's exciting to be a part of a ministry like that, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. The idea of uh, making disciples it's not our idea, it's Jesus's idea, and he gave it to the church, to all of us who follow Jesus, to uh, to make disciples. And we're not just to make disciples of the next generation, that's important, in our own homes, but also our neighbors, those that are around us in proximity, but also uh, of all the nations, of all the uh, people groups and the ethnic groups scattered around the world. And so to be a part of a group that is Faithful in doing that is uh, very important. And through The Greatest Journey, a lot of the ministry that they do are in difficult places, even unreached people groups where they're going and they're sharing and they're training these people who are have their language, have their culture. And Nathan, your five years that you spent working with uh, refugees that had come to America and seeing how that their culture and knowing their culture was so important. And also the missionaries that you guys trained during that time to go to these people, they experienced that a little bit there in Atlanta area before they got there so they would know the culture. And so having indigenous people uh, doing this really brings, I, I would say, brings the best to the table to, to for discipleship. Yeah. They they know the language, they know the culture already, and even in these unreached people groups that I want you to talk about, uh, the, having them to be trained, you know, this this is an opportunity that the church doesn't need to miss, do they? No, absolutely. And and you know the uh, the interesting thing is that. You know, you talk about an unreached people group, and we talk about it a lot, but just as a reminder, you know, a people group is is just any group of people that have commonalities in, in language, uh, religious beliefs. They also have, uh, they generally live in the same geographic vicinity, even though they might be scattered from there, 
they have a homeland at least. And so and they share culture. Uh, there's a lot of things that they you know have in common. And so when you have th- these thousands and thousands of people groups scattered around the world, several of them still, over 5,000 of them, remain unreached, considered unreached with the gospel. So for a people group to be considered unreached, that means that generally they do, do not have enough Christians among them from among that group to evangelize the rest of the group. And so they need outside help. And so when you have outside help, that's what, that's what a missionary comes to do, is to come and share the gospel and make disciples within that people group. And so when you're talking about an unreached people group, it's important to have indigenous near culture in uh, individuals, men and women, who they might not be exactly from that one specific people group that's unreached, but they are from a people group that's similar. They might speak the same language or share a similar culture, and uh, they can communicate clearly and even so much more better, more effectively than a lot of Western missionaries can do that. And in the interview that you're about to hear, you'll hear how difficult times it is to get even the shoeboxes and the and the booklets and then to go in there and train these people. And it's difficult. And sometimes the church and all of us avoid doing the difficult things. And I was reminded of this, Nathan, when Paul was, you know, converted and he went and, and God told him what he was going to do. And uh, told Ananias, he said, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. Now, that's difficult. Before kings, you lose your life there. Before the Gentiles, they were considered outcasts. Before the Israel Israelites, they were not w- welcoming a new message. So it was difficult. But then he follows up, I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So a lot of these people in unreached in areas, you know, there's difficulty. Yeah. There's a difficulty in going, but it's worth it. It was worth it for Paul, and it's worth it today. That that part has not changed. Uh, the difficulty is not to be avoided. It's it's God's going to call some people out to do that work, isn't he? He is. I mean, we're called to em- embrace whatever difficulty and dangers and suffering for the sake of the name of Jesus, because we have decided and, de- and declared that Jesus is is worth it. He's worthy of that. And on the grace journey, you're going to hear about what God is doing in their lives, and it's in the area of discipleship. And uh, I, I could not help but think about these unreached people groups and how many people, Nathan, it's some of your favorite scriptures over in the book of Revelation, where it says from every tribe, every tongue, every nation going to be gathered around the throne and being a part of the greatest journey and sending $6 to for a booklet for a child to be trained that not only trains the child, but that child takes that booklet home and the parents help him and or help her and, and then they have a graduation where the parents come back. It's an amazing opportunity to be a part of what, what God is up to using uh, you know, Operation Christmas Child and the Greatest Journey, and you can be a part of it. By the way, uh, you can go to AFR.net, and you'll see there on the page this weekend, you'll see the page how you can be a part of it, and you can be a part of helping carry the gospel around the world to unreached people groups. Nathan, I thank you for helping me to understand about unreached people groups, and now we want all of you to hear this program about reaching people with the message of Christ. 
Our guest today on Exploring Mission is someone that's been with us before, Bill Fister. Bill, welcome to Exploring Missions. Thanks so much, uh, Bert, and, and for everyone at AFR, uh, and, and in particular for your listeners right now uh, to this, this broadcast. Well, Exploring Missions is a program that we do on the weekend to let people know that they can be involved in missions, and sometimes they have to get up and go somewhere. Sometimes they have to to gather things together, but this time we're just talking about some people and the Lord laying it on their heart to share in their resources to help children grow in the Lord, and it's called The Greatest Journey. And uh, we're so excited about that ministry, and I've come to love it and appreciate it so much. And, Bill, you serve as Senior Regional Director for the Americas and the Caribbean in the area of of, uh, Samaritan's Purse, Operation Christmas Child, The Greatest Journey. All of those kind of come together. And uh, you've served as a missionary in Argentina yourself, haven't you? That's exactly right, Bert. Uh, I've served as a missionary overseas, have always loved missions. Uh, nothing gets me more excited than seeing people put their faith in Jesus um, and then to grow in Jesus. And so as a pastor, as a missionary, you know, gosh, Bert, this past Sunday, I taught Sunday school, and I teach the, uh, the, the 20-somethings class at, at my local church, and we were talking about this very thing. How can we get involved in missions? What can we do in our community? How can we help around the world? And and we're seeing the greatest journey, changing lives of children, their friends, their families, their churches, uh, all over the world. And that's what we have the opportunity to encourage your listeners to take part in today is how they can invest such a small investment that's going to change the life of a child, that's going to change the life of a teacher, a family, and of a local church. So I'm really looking forward to being able to, to share with you today about what we see the Lord doing. Well, I'm excited about it, and for seven years you've been able to do this, and it sounds like you hadn't got over it yet, brother. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so happy. You know, and isn't it fun, Bert, to be able to do something that you love to do, and, and you see God at work, and you know this is so much bigger than anything that you or I can do. It's something that you see God, His power at work so that He can be glorified, and He is uh, drawing the nations to his son, Jesus, uh, and he is asking us to grow in him. Uh, and that's exactly what we're giving children uh, all over the world uh, an opportunity to do, many of whom just don't have the resources, Bert, that you and I and, and many of, of your listeners have. Uh, they may not even have a church building. They may not have a Bible. Uh, they may not have ever been to a vacation Bible school or had uh, any Sunday school curriculum. And so we're giving them an opportunity to begin to develop a relationship with Jesus and to take those first steps uh, of growing in Him. Well, everybody gets excited about the shoebox, and we should. And in that shoebox, there's always the gospel message of how you can trust Jesus Christ, your Savior. Many of those respond, those children respond to that. And, you know, because of that, the greatest journey was developed because the Great Commission doesn't just to say make converts, it says make disciples, doesn't it, Bill? You're so right, Bert. Uh, and, and to your point, last year we had 2.2 million reported decisions for Christ just through the greatest journey. 
Uh, we had 3.1 million children that graduated through this discipleship course and, and over 4.3 million that took part in it. Um, the, the incredible thing when you think about that is that we had to train 218,501 teachers uh, to be prepared. And so the impact of this is on the local church. Uh, we're training teachers in local churches how to do evangelism, how to do discipleship. It's revolutionizing the local church itself. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, children are, are able to come to uh, a gospel outreach event, an evangelistic outreach event at a local church where they uh, hear the good news of Jesus. They are given a child-friendly gospel presentation. They receive a gift box packed by uh, possibly some of your listeners from people here in the United States and other sending countries. They get that gift box. They're told then that that gift box is a tangible expression of God's love for them. And then they hear that God gave something so much better than a shoebox. He gave His Son so that they might believe in him, turn from their sins, and have eternal life. And, and Bert, uh, of those nine million kids that hear the gospel and receive a shoebox gift, they're all invited to come back to take part in discipleship, uh, and about 4.3 million chose to do that last year, where they continued to grow in their understanding of who God is, who his son Jesus is. Okay, with those kind of numbers, we're talking about over 218,000 trained workers. We're talking about 9 million, 4 million. That must be more than just one country that we go to. <laughs> wow. Is it not incredible? Over uh, about last year, 120 countries, uh, wow. New Testaments distributed to the kids that graduated. Say that. I'm interrupting languages. you, Bill. <laughs> Say that again. How many countries? Yeah, yeah Bert, it, it's it's, it's really incredible to think about uh, that in 120 countries around the world, mm. children are given opportunities to hear about Jesus, and then they're given an opportunity to grow in Him. And, and you know, Bert, when you think about that many countries, uh, we're not just talking about the close countries or even the easy countries or even places where Christianity is uh, welcome. We're talking about hard-to-reach places. We're talking about places that are not majority Christian. Uh, in many of these places, we're talking about countries and people groups that are less than 2%, less than 1%. In some uh, cases, we're talking about people groups that have never even heard the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, and we're talking about places that are hard to get to uh, and, and places where, in, in all sincerity, uh, it's illegal to be a Christian, where, where there's public persecution to be a Christian. But by God's grace and through this incredible partnership of local churches here in the United States, just wanting to bless a child in another country through a through a six dollar donation to the greatest journey, they're giving the child in a Hindu country, in a Muslim majority country, uh, an opportunity to hear about Jesus and then to grow in Him more through the greatest journey, where they're going to go through lessons like how to know the gospel, how to grow in the gospel. And then even how to share the gospel yes. with other people. Just through a 12-week introductory discipleship course geared towards children that have received a shoebox gift. 
Now, let me tell those who are listening, if you just turned tuned in, we're talking to Bill Fister. He's with Samaritan's Purse, working through Operation Christmas Child, and then the follow-up ministry, The Greatest Journey, and he's just described it as a 12-lesson discipleship course, you know, to millions of children in over 120 countries. That's a lot of languages as well, Bill. I mean, uh, and each one of those is the people that are trained, uh, they're building relationships with these children, and they have to do it through their heart language, don't they? They, they It's hard to do that through an interpreter. You nearly have to do it, uh, you know, train those that are nationals in those countries to share the gospel. Uh, it just Does it work better when it's not a foreigner, quote, coming in to do this? One hundred percent. Bert, I could not agree more with you, and it is national-led. The Greatest Journey is led by selected evangelical national volunteers, uh, allowing the minister's strategy to be owned and implemented by people in that community who not only know the language, the people, they know the context, so that when that child, when his or her family comes to faith in Christ, uh, they can't look uh, to the United States to say, okay, what next? They're going to look to their local church. And so this has a huge impact on the local church. Now, we talk about in our ministry that our that Operation Christmas Child is about evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication. And these churches can't help but grow. Uh, we see new churches started all over the world when a missionary or a church planter, uh, you're, this show talking about missions, uh, we're in a community that has no church. Uh, I could tell you story after story of pastors that go into a village or a community that has no church at all, and they have an outreach event, uh, and and many children place their faith in Jesus. They then come back to the greatest journey, the 12-week discipleship, and they finish that. And then in case after case, Bert, the children then say, well, well, what's next? We want to come back. (laughs) And so they just keep coming. And then mom and dad say, well, what about us? We need something for us. And so it's one of the greatest tools that a missionary or a church planter could ever have, and it's impacting the local church. Uh, it's an investment not only in the lives of children, but in the teachers, in the churches, just giving them uh, practical tools for the, impl- for the implementation of, of just a gospel-centered ministry. Taking just Oh, it's, it's making such an impact in the lives of children and their families all over the world. You know, you, you told us what happened specifically, a story that may have touched your life like that, that that you recall. I mean, after seven years and you traveling and you hearing, uh, those stories begin to multiply. Would you share maybe one or two of those with us? Well, nothing makes me happier than, than to be able to share a story or two like that. And, and right now... Uh, Two do come to my mind, and, and one is taking place uh, just this past year in the Balkans. Uh, and, you know, as you know, uh, world history, and you look at, at Eastern Europe and, and some of the war-torn uh, parts of the world, I'm thinking about a, a young boy who was seven years old by the name of, of Jacob or Jacob. Uh, and this young boy uh, had the opportunity to hear about Jesus at an outreach event, uh, Operation Christmas Child. Um, came to his country, uh, Muslim-majority country, hard, hard, hard uh, country uh, to be a believer. But he had the opportunity to receive a, 
a shoebox filled with uh, toys and different things in it, some some hygiene items, school supplies, and he thought that was great. But but what he thought was even better was being told about the greatest gift, which is how he could have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, Jacob was then invited to come back and go through this 12-week discipleship class, and they say that as he went through the sections on know the gospel and grow in the gospel, he loved it. But I want to tell you, this seven-year-old boy, when it got to the section of share the gospel, he was taught that he could tell other people about his faith in Christ. And so young seven-year-old Jacob, with just the 12 weeks of gospel that he had, took it upon himself to go on the playground during school and began to share the gospel with his friends. And he began to tell his friends, I have now come to know who God is, and I've placed my faith in his son, Jesus Christ. He's forgiven me of my sins, and he can forgive you of your sins. And so this young seven-year-old boy began to be used as an agent for mission, and his friends also uh, have come to faith in Jesus and have all joined the local church. And so when I hear of a story like that, I tell you, I just think, <laughs> you know, from from the mouths of babes, yeah. right? From the mouths of babes. And so I, I'm very excited to see the multiplication yeah. that's taken place. Amen. But one other that I just heard about this year, uh, Bert, uh, that involved uh, a greatest journey class uh, in the country of Panama. Uh, I was uh, told the story uh, of a young boy whose name uh, was uh, Mikey. Uh, and now Mikey uh, went to the outreach event. I've uh, got pictures uh, of him here in my office. This story made an impact on me. Uh, Mikey, you can see him in the in the picture. He looks like he's not feeling very well. And, and shortly after uh, that outreach event where he uh, learned about Jesus and put his faith in Jesus, Mikey was diagnosed with stage four uh, cancer. Hmm. Uh, talking about a very young, young child. Um, and so Mikey had to go to the hospital. Uh, while he was there, uh, he asked uh, if he could please uh, take part in the greatest journey. And so one of these 200,000 greatest journey teachers that we've trained went to the hospital and went to his bed and did one-on-one lessons with Mikey and walked him through what it means to know Jesus and grow in him. And Mikey placed his, his faith in Jesus. Well, uh, his health continued to deteriorate. And so the Greatest Journey teacher said, well, wouldn't it be special if we would invite Mikey's parents and our local pastor? Let's all go to the hospital and let's pray for Mikey. And so they came together and they prayed for Mikey. Uh, And I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Uh, They prayed that Mikey would be healed. Amen. Um, I, I have no other words for it other than on that day, this young boy was stage four terminal cancer was healed of his cancer. Hallelujah. Uh, he later walked out of that hospital room completely healed. Um, and, and not only Mikey, but his mother, his father, and his, his brothers and sisters all came to faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, and I'm going to, it's just because somebody said, I want to support a ministry like Samaritan's Person Operation Christmas Child, and I want boys and girls just like Mikey to be able to have an opportunity to hear about Jesus and to grow in him. And I'm telling you, because that teacher loved Jesus and wanted to serve and volunteer and give of her time, this young boy not only came to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, he was healed, and God used it as a powerful testimony to save an entire family 
And I promise you, that community is never going to be the same after hearing about this great Savior that we have. You know, if the book of Acts were being written today, that uh, Luke would probably include that one in it. You know, that is that is powerful, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Word of God, reality in people's lives that changes lives. Man. Bill, thank you for that. I, we're coming to a close, and we're, we are discussing uh, the follow-up to the shoebox, Operation Christmas Child, that has touched so many churches throughout America, and but yet they get that shoebox, and many of them receive Christ, and, you know, Samaritan's Purse, they did not want to leave these children without growth and discipleship, so the Greatest Journey, a 12-week ministry program, and it's more than a program, it's a life-changing discipleship ministry that they teach those children to know more about Jesus, to know Him, to be able to share their faith to have their security in him. And after they complete that 12-week program, they get they graduate and they get a, a certificate and they get a new testament as well, don't they, Bill? They do. When they uh, graduate, uh, we then have uh, an, a, a graduation uh, ceremony. Uh, many times they put on caps and gowns. They come, they get their new testament in their language. They're given a graduation certificate. And the beautiful thing is at birth, the ministry just continues because there, as moms and dads and family members come, that local church has one more opportunity to get connected to that family, to share the gospel, this time aimed at the adults, so that many times we're just seeing entire families uh, coming to faith and joining their local church. You know, you can be a part. Exploring Missions is not just wanting to share information we are wanting you to be involved. And the key word that Bill has used is connect. And we're praying that this this ministry has connected with you today. And for $6, you can get that journal, that greatest journey, and it will provide that 12-week study for that child. But it not only touches his life, it touches the life of his family and friends. It helps train workers over 200 thousand workers in over 120 countries. Your six dollars makes a difference. So you multiply that by ten. Let me see if my math writes. That's sixty, isn't it, Bill? So that's exactly right. Yeah, I majored in math, so I thought I had that one down for a while. But <laughs> but it makes a difference. And guess what? They can. You can go to afr.net. AFR.net, follow the link, and you can make your contribution. And I, I, uh, when I hear this, Bill, um, you know, it's horrible to be sitting on the sideline when you can be involved in the game. And I know that's a sports analogy, but this is so much more important than sports, isn't it? Oh, it's so much more important than sports. And, and Bert, I want to get in the game. I want God to use my life. Uh, I don't want to waste my life. Uh, and I, I just want to be a part of seeing other people come to saving faith in Jesus and to see them grow in Him. And that's what we have an opportunity to partner with today. You know, this is one of those times that you can go around the world to make the mission of Jesus Christ known by going to AFR.net, being a part of this, and and make that and do it now. Don't put it off. Bill, I want to thank you for being with us. It's 
I have to admit, it's always fun when you and I get together. There's a uh, kind of an excitement about the Lord Jesus and missions. And, and brother, I appreciate you being with us today. So grateful, Bert, to be with you and with your listeners. God bless you, my friend. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions, and may God use you in carrying the good news of Jesus Christ around the world. 